Blog Talk Radio. I just got a text that said, you know, it may be just me and Rob. And I'm like, I, I think Rob's pretty much in. Um, yeah. We continue the discussion from Hard Hits over <laughs> on Derek's site. Uh, welcome to mm-hmm. the George Drew Experience. I am George Drew. No, um, Rob Davis here. Um, I'm here. Nice. Derek, will join. Derek will join as soon as he charges his phone because his show <laughs> ended because of you know, Yeah, he said, it, he said his phone <laughs> shot. So. <laughs> it's so going oh, um, Bypass no, God damn, we we could legitimately restart a fucking EDP con, con, uh, conversation. Yeah, absolutely. You can tell us about DDP yoga, you know. <laughs> I'm telling you, I bought it. I'm gonna start it. I, I'm tired of being a badass. Um, <laughs> you know, like it's funny. Like I texted Derek as I was driving home from watching the Giant. Mm-hmm. And I was like, are you doing a show tonight? He goes, yeah. I was like, fuck. All right, I'll join this. And then I joined like 40 minutes into it because I was like, oh, shit. I didn't realize he said 10 o'clock. So before he joined, I have a huge problem with Carl Banks, the fucking radio announcer. Not the player, the radio guy. Mm -hmm. Absolute the worst. Like, it's like. He he looks for the silver lining and shit, but he never accesses blame like on the right people. Mm. Like the Giants' offensive line, it's a drizzling shit. Yeah, like, oh, absolutely, like Gates, it is. The center, like, like I get Gates is only playing like his fourth game of his life at center. That's fine. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. but there's just too many. Like. I don't know what you can do in the NFL. It's not like in high school. Like, oh, you had a false start penalty. That's five laps. Like, okay, here. You know? Like, I don't know how you change that mentality there. 
I, I I think it, it really it really starts with with your with your coach and position coaches, and I think it just has to kind of be while they're not going to like force them to run laps, almost like practice and drilled in, like you know, and and if you don't get it, they they put in somebody else who, who isn't going to be as much as a liability. You know, I mean, like I, I don't know, like, I, don't I don't know, know how they do that, but. Like, for me, the procedure call on the fake field goal was yeah. not on the offensive line. Like, yes, they're the ones who got the call, got it called on them. Mm-hmm. And I would love to hear, and, like, I legitimately am happy I'm off tomorrow because I get to listen to three hours of McAfee. I would love to hear <laughs> McAfee's thought on that because I'm pretty damn sure that they snapped that ball way too fucking fast. Yeah. Like, they snapped that so fast, yeah. CBS wasn't even ready for the snap. No, they were not. They were not. Um, I, I mean, what, what do you think about uh, Kirk Cousins, uh, that uh, fumble that he had at the end of the game? You think that was a forward pass? I think, think it was, was an incomplete fumble. I think it was an incomplete pass. Oh, look, you're, you're yeah. Rob, you're asking me about a yeah. fumble late in the game. <laughs> I'm always going to. <laughs> I am always going to side with it was an incompletion. Um, <laughs> I think honestly, I, I think that's, that's one of those things where those refs were just wet and they wanted to get the hell out of there. I think Tony Parenti is the fucking absolute that. worst. Like Parenti's mm. fucking horrible. He was horrible during the Patriot game last week. He's just a drizzling shit. Like he is legitimately yeah. diary on the field. Mm. Like, but here's the problem. The four best NFL referees of the last, you know, about five best, all work in TV right now. Yes. Like, why can't Hockey League run the referees? Some of them run them through a goddamn training program. No, no, absolutely. Absolutely they should. It's been a problem for years. It's been a problem like, for years. Terry McCauley was a great referee, TV. Gene Steratore was the I think it was him and McCauley were the two best, or him and him and um, mm. Hockey Leagues were the two best in TV. Um, mm. God only knows what Hockey Leagues doing. I think his kid's going to be a really good referee. Yeah. Like, I think Sean's going to become like, like, what happens, like, why can't we have more of those guys, like, that number nine who used to have all those big giant games in the 80s? Uh, Remember him? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, why can't we do like those? Like, Boger's terrible. <laughs> Regi- Torbor's good. Torbor's like one of the better ones of the new ones. But, like, if you know a referee's name, that's not a good sign. Yeah, pretty much. It's either they're, it's either like they're jacked up for no fucking reason like the Hockey was. <laughs> <laughs> or, like... Like Gene territory, you know, if you were a college basketball fan, because he probably had your team's game. Like that's what like people didn't realize. Like he was not only an NFL ref, but he was an NCAA ref. Mm. Mm. Um, I don't know. I feel like this is going to be one of them shows. I'm going to start just popping fucking cans or bottles or something. Yeah, I'm actually like drinking coffee. Name. Yeah, I'm drinking <laughs> coffee because I got to go to Newark in two hours. Uh, to the airport or to work? No, 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 no. I'm picking up a friend from work. What a nice guy. Um, just, 
Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, he doesn't have a car, so helping him out. Yeah, I was. Let me tell you, I was that friend for a while. <laughs> I know the thing. Um, yeah. But like that, like that. So like, that's my thing with the Giants. Right? Like, I, I think Daniel Jones, Daniel Jones is overmatched. Mm, absolutely is. Absolutely is. You know, he, like, he's a young quarterback without help. You know, and, and I, I've heard him be compared to Josh Allen, but. At the same time, he, he doesn't have that release that Josh Allen always had. Like, he gets rid of the ball quick, like, even when he was inaccurate. And yeah. he's so strong, he avoids sacks. Allen's problem is when he's running, he gets hit and he fumbles because he's carrying the ball loosely. Daniel Jones looks, looks like he has absolutely no pocket awareness, almost on, like, a Sam Darnold-type level. You, you know, he's just – he's – yeah. He's overmatched, yeah. Like, you know, he loses Barkley, doesn't have wide receivers, doesn't have a tight end, doesn't have an offensive line, and hasn't had that coaching. I mean, he's on his, what, second coach in two years? You know, for a rookie, that's, yeah. that's not, not a good formula. Right. And, and, like, you know, like I, I said today, but, like, to, to me, see, like, I feel like I could say stuff, and, like, whether you want to believe it or don't want to believe it or whatever, like, I, mm-hmm. I think I know enough where I can say something, and if it's, like, Oh well, he's just found fucking diarrhea of the mouth. He's just found diarrhea of the fucking mouth. Yeah. Um, joining us now is the host of Hard Hits, a man who thinks that EDP is a world famous wrestler. He is the one, the only, the Derek Felix. Hi guys. <laughs> a long time. Hi Derek. Long time no. Yeah, long time no talk. <laughs> Oh, he's staring at Braveheart? What's going on? Self high five, Derek. Self high five. Self high five. You know what? I think I'm going to try out that DBT yoga because. That stuff must work, man, because I don't know. Look what he did. Man. <laughs> I, might, I might give it a shot. I'm just saying. Um, I think you should try the EDP yoga. <laughs> hey, if I get to a yoga group to practice females, so be it. I think that would be wonderful. Good experience for me. You know, like, they also say that yoga kind of like relaxes your mind and helps with like social anxiety and stuff. Which I have. I'm not gonna so. lie, man. Yoga feels great until you get into some of them positions and you go, "How the fuck am I gonna get out of this?" <laughs> How the fuck did I get myself first of all? How did I get myself into this position? How the fuck am I getting out of this position now? Um Okay, Derek, we we were just talking about like Daniel Jones and it's like Ingram's good but he, he disappears at times. Like he's like the tight end that like has to be involved like very early or else he, he goes to shit. Yeah. Like Darius Slay is going to be good. But the worst thing for Daniel Jones is that red stripe on the Giants helmet because it never fucking moves. And to me, that's like, all right, he's learning a new playbook. He's learning this. Okay, my first read is this way. Oh, shit. He's like, he Mm -hmm. he just hasn't learned the, he hasn't learned the check down yet. No, he hasn't. 
Like, look, and he just holds I, on I, to the ball way too fucking long, and he holds on to the ball like it's a fucking does. loaf of bread, and it's. I'm probably gonna have to have to take a look at like an actual giant game instead of listening just to get more of a feel for what's going on with him and the offensive line. And then I'll and I'll get back to you. You, you know what, so, Rob, but, Rob? Rob, let me ask you this: Do you hmm. think the offensive line problem for the Giants has has to do with the offensive line? Or yes, the fact that – all right, so here, hear me out now. Is it the okay. offensive line that's the problem mm-hmm. or the fact that they don't respect Daniel Jones' throwing ability? They're always I, – I, I can't tell you the last time I saw a Giants game where it wasn't like mm-hmm. 10 guys in the box. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. There's never 10 guys in the box. I think I think you hit the nail on the head though, dude. I think you know that you said that red stripe on the helmet don't move. He has no pocket awareness. You know he's not looking. He's looking to take that deep shot like this is college. You know he's still stuck in that mentality because he does have the arm to get it downfield. Well, he has a good arm. In order in order to get it downfield, you you have to scan it. You know, and if your first read isn't there yeah. and you're not ready to scan the field. Have a safety outlet, you know. I think uh, somebody like Freeman could could uh, could turn wonders for them, you know, down the line. But somebody of that level, like, just get the ball out of your hands, you know. Even if it's only like a three yard gain for a young quarterback, that's a good play, you know, because at least you're you're yeah. you're moving forward, you know. You're learning. You're showing the ability to stand the field, and then they can move you on to something else, you know. But I, I mean, he's gonna run out of time because. He keeps taking those hits. He's not going to last. He's start going to get. He's going to start getting jitterish, like you know, like David Carr did with the Texans. You know, like like Sam Darnold is with the Jets, where where Trent Edwards was like with the Bills. Andrew like, Luck was. Yeah, like Andrew Luck. Like eventually, you're going to start seeing. You know, to use that quote, seeing ghosts. You know. <laughs> And it, it's going to be a problem. And if, if I, I don't think I think Daniel Jones is fixable, it's whether or not he's fixable for the Giants, or is he a project quarterback where you know he's going to have to have a new team, you know, and, and somebody you know to work with behind a, a veteran quarterback. Yeah, that's very hard to say. All right. But, like, I'm just know, looking because I'm sure it's up here somewhere. If you score 30 Like, Daniel Jones is snapped to throw. If you score 34 points. Yeah, but, okay, they didn't win. score 34 points. There was the, what, no, you fumble don't, you return don't, or pick six or something? Yeah, but... I, yeah, pick yeah, six. But, but, so, so they scored 27 friggin' points. Who cares? It's just... Yeah, defense, but everybody yeah, scored 27 points right defense, now. But everybody, everybody you know? knows, as soon as the Cowboys got the ball back, we all knew what was going to happen. We knew they were going to go right down the field. Well, and get, you know, the defense like he, on the field so quickly, they get gassed early. You know, that, that's a problem, yeah. too. It, it, you know, if oh, your defense... Come on, man. I mean, no, come it on. is. It's a problem. Like, we can't make, I can't make excuses for the defense anymore. I just can't do it. I'm sorry. Listen, the it. best defenses in I the can. world, man. The best defenses in the world. You know, if your offense is in at least... I'm not saying score points, especially with a young quarterback, but... If your offense okay. isn't able to stay on the field and your defense 
is routinely on the field, they could stop an offense about three I'm, times. All right. But those, those other drives, they're, they're just going to keep hitting them and hitting them and hitting them and getting gas. Why not? Why didn't they run the football more? Maybe they actually have with to who? What do you mean? Uh, Freeman had a good game. Freeman, he yeah. had a good game. They could have next to him with Goldman. I mean, why not? Why you know what the sad part is? Gallman today had his best game as a player. Yeah. Legit. Best game as a pro. <laughs> and it still wasn't that great. No, no. Is the giant drive book here yet? Here. Mm. The Giants took over the last drive of the game with right under two minutes to go. So, like, 150 was the first play of the drive. Now, they hit a 14-yard pass on the second play. They didn't even try to run the ball on that drive. That's my problem with that drive that ended the game. Yeah. Like, that's my problem with that that drive. 14-yard pass. They lost a yard on the third of the end loose. And two-yard pass. Pass incomplete. They took 50 seconds off the clock. Uh, or a minute four off the clock. Yeah. And so I mean, that's the problem. Theory can't even manage the clock. Um, I heard I heard but, that actually in the background. What the fuck's going on? <laughs> She's her rendered. You know what? You know, the one thing about Herb, I'm going to say, the one thing about Herb Edwards, he played to win the fucking game. Or maybe he didn't. But no, no. His quote, his quote was true, and I actually used that quote to apply to the stupid Yankee strategy for game two when they had the race down one game to none and should have played more to win that game. And that was the race off this is what the greatest thing about sports is. What you want to do is win a motherfucking game. <laughs> Hello? You play? What you want to do is win a motherfucking game. You don't play to just play it. <laughs> I love the fact they caught Josh McDaniel saying that, too. There is, a, there is actually a thread on the Gangrene Forum about which um, former coach they would bring back, and Rex Ryan is currently leading that, that post, by the way. Yeah, because the people that are on the Gangrene thread are probably like the Pink Hat Jet fans. All right, hold on. Is this JNF, Derek? Yes, it is. Derek, is JNF? Holy shit. This is like the old days there. We should start going around blog talk and seeing what stupid shows are on right now so we can make fun of them. Remember the black, remember the black, remember, do you remember the Black Playboy? The Black Playboy, man. He was my favorite. The player named Gus. <laughs> <laughs> if you watch Psych and get their reference, you were my best friend. Uh, God damn. Oh, this is a Black Playboy. Of course, oh, Brian Ryan is, of course, Brooks Bryan is leading that poll. Jets fans are like, you know, not all that. There are a few friends who are short of a happy meal. Are you kidding me? What, they're taking a poll and he's leaving? Yes, yes, on their fan forum they're taking a poll and it's like Eric Mangini, 
Rex Ryan, Herm Edwards, and a couple other people, and Rex Ryan is leading the poll. Are, are they talking about Richie like, Kotai? No, no, I see who what, <laughs> what kind of poll is this? No, it's, it's a regular poll on the forum, but yeah. Where is? Where can I see this poll? I want to look at this. Uh, on, on the Gangrene forum, it's, a, it's on the website gangrene.com. Oh, gangrene.com is that what it's called? You know what? Yeah. I got to check. And then I'm going to go right to it, Bill's private. It's right there. next to um, ED, it's, it's right next to EDP on the internet, Derek. <laughs> GangreenNation.com is that it? No, I I think so. Hold up. Yeah, it's got it. What's up, on Rob? There? <laughs> What's good, Rob? What's going on? Not much. When's that Bills game scheduled right. for? It's uh, scheduled for Tuesday at 7 p.m. Do they have a game Oh, Brian's already pitching. Oh, no. No. It's like Monday or something now. They don't have a game against the Chiefs Thursday also, do they? No, no. It got moved to Monday at 5 p.m. Oh, my God. Yeah, Brian's like pitching a fit. Brian's been going berserk. He's like unhinged. Brian's losing his shit right now. He's like, I got to watch football at 4 o'clock and 2 o'clock. And I'm like, really? You're complaining about this? (laughs) I was like, let me tell you how pumped I was. I I don't have to work tomorrow. I'm like, this is great. Patriots are on at 5. You can watch the Patriots and watch them like the the WWE draft, and I'm like, this is great. No, we're not playing. Fuck. Now what do I do? <laughs> I mean, you got to figure, like, Jet fans that are on that message board, though, Rob, have been Jet fans since, like, they, Rex Ryan days. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. At least Rex, I don't know. I think he had the respect of the room. Yeah. They had good players. Yeah, thanks to Mangini. In fairness, that wasn't Rex Ryan's team. That was Eric Mangini's team, and Rex Ryan got the most out of his players. And once those players started to leave, and Rex Ryan built it in his image is when the collapse started to happen. Yeah, I don't understand why they got rid of some of the players they did. It never really made a lot of sense. I don't understand why. Eric Mangini, if they allowed Mangini and, like, Tannenbaum to, like, Make, make, make the team, they would have been okay this whole time. Well, why? Mangini's why problem is was. Mangini, like, only one vote behind Rex. People just compl- like to complain about press conferences and, like, you know, oh, he's boring. Who gives a shit? If you fucking win, you win. Hey, I, I've been a fan of a team for 20 years where my fucking coach gives boring fucking press conferences. Oh. You don't hear me bitching. <laughs> no, not at I'm all. I'm saying most people are like that, though, like, Oh, he has to be, has to be a clown. Yeah, yeah, you know, I think the character of a coach and his personality is vastly overrated. You know, like, literally, it's like wins and losses. You know, but on front office and getting in the people that you need. Exactly. Like, like I look at, like, Nick Saban has a terrible personality. Um, mm-hmm. He wins. Yeah. Coach O's great personality. Can mm-hmm. we finally give credit to Joe Brady? Mm. Like how, like how 
good is that guy going to be as a head coach in the NFL? Mm, yeah, yeah, no, he is. He is. Like, he – man, that, that fucking Panther team is – actually, I give credit to Matt Rule, too, because Matt Rule's a hell of a football coach. And they, yeah. those guys are playing for him. All you need is guys to play for you. Yeah, don't no, come in and be hokey, you know, like. Mm-hmm. You know, and, don't and try like, to come in know, and be I, fucking I, Fidel Castro. I think it really, it really comes down to like getting the players within your system and, and having a system that that works. You know, like I wasn't the yeah. biggest fan of Brian Dable, but now that he got players, he 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 looks like a genius. But it's also early in the season, so can't really say anything yet. You know, but. Hey, George, you want to hear something funny? What's that? So, like, when Derek gave me the number, he texted it to me. When I thought, when I called yeah. the number up, it's the 563 area code, right? Yeah. So it said I was calling Iowa up. I was like, oh, God, I hope it's the right number. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was. It was I, number, like Brian. I thought the stuff was only like in California and like, like like the 516 number was like New York and stuff. I don't know. Uh, are these Jets fans freaking crazy? Someone actually put up a post here. Could Bill O'Brien be the next Jets coach? <laughs> oh my god. That would be awesome. Derek, do you realize who I just called Fidel Castro? Like you knew how I was referencing there, right? Uh, who, John Tortorella? Billy, oh. No, Billy O'Stooge. Oh, Jesus Christ. Bill, O'Bri- Bill O'Brien is fucking, thought he was like Fidel Castro. Like, he wanted to run that mm-hmm. team like he was fucking Belichick, and it obviously didn't work. <laughs> like, when are teams going to realize that, like, the Bill Belichick fucking thing doesn't work for everybody? No. I mean, I'm glad no, it doesn't. It only works if you constantly win. You have to cre- – I think when you build an organization to play football, you have to create it in your own image. And everything has to be mm-hmm. on the up and up, and, you know, everybody has to be on the same page. So, otherwise, it's not going to work. Which, that would be my concern I mean, with the Giants, because whoever they bring in to relieve David Gettleman, I, I don't want to get rid of Joe Judge. So, I mean, what are they going to do? Our owners can't even agree is, on anything. That's bad. Which is exactly why I said, why don't I would hire Thomas Dimitrov tonight. Mm-hmm. He really yeah. like, tonight. It's to be big fan. Yeah. You know, and, and I, I will say this. If you want to rip on Dimitrov for how the Falcons are right now, you just have to look at, at the talent they've acquired since he's been there. Yeah. You know, and he's he's done. He I think he's done a good job as a GM for the most part. You know, maybe not getting rid of their coach when he should have, but. Oh, I don't think he had any say in the coach. Yeah, yeah, probably not. I think probably that was Arthur Blank. Mm. And, and and there's where an owner is a. I mean, let, let's look at it this way. Arthur Blank is pushing dead to win before he dies. Uh-huh. Um, but in all honesty, 
is he the reason why they've why they haven't won? Yeah. I, I mean, is it his fault that Julio can't stay healthy? No, 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 it's not. It's not. But also, Julio Jones, they should probably, you know, look to play win now, but also look to build in the future. Like, they're in a perfect position, actually, where they could trade Julio Jones because they still have, you know, Gage and Calvin Ridley. But, yeah. you know, and, and they still got some talent on the offensive side of the ball where they could build on and use that money that you have invested in, in Julio to help build, rebuild their defense. You know, they're, they're very top-heavy, skill position player-heavy, but, yeah. you know, that, that can be fixed. That can be fixed while still maintaining that level of dominance from your skilled players, at least in the short term. Was Colin happy, I hope? Yeah, I'm sure uh, he was. I'm sure he Olive was. was ecstatic. <laughs> Actually, he was very ecstatic and dramatic. So, yes. I was just wondering. I wasn't in the chat earlier. So. Yeah, he was you know, ecstatic. You, you know who I was, feel sorry well, for as far, as far as the NFL goes? Matt Stafford. What is yeah, that? Yeah, I agree. You know what? Matt Stafford. Right about that, they might feel sorry. Matt Stafford. What about Matt Stafford? No, I feel sorry for him. He, you know, but... His oh, yeah, I know you're saying. I know you're saying, yeah. Yeah, I, I, agree. Well, I agree with Rob about that. Definitely. He's probably the one person I can make a case for that he's probably an elite quarterback just on a really dysfunctional team. Dysfunctional? I mean, like, the, uh... think, don't forget. Don't forget, that team was, what, 9-7? and seven. They yes. fired Jim Caldwell. Yes. Right. They bring in Matt Patricia and blow the whole thing up and then restart over. Like they're like the Jets in that where it's like every couple of years you're blowing it up and you're turning it over. Mhm. You kind of need continuity to win the NFL. Absolutely, you do. Matt Stafford is a good quarterback. No, Matt Stafford is an awesome quarterback, but yeah, you know, their organization is not awesome or even competent. Why do you think like they can't like they haven't really been able to find like a consistent running back since Barry Sanders? Like they had a couple of guys, but like it just seems to be like they always fall short in that category. Why is that? I. I mean, they've they've had some good runners, but again, I mean, my opinion now, I mean, you don't really need an elite running back. You know, you you get have a good table of running backs who are going to get you elite production. You know, look at the Vikings tonight. You know, even though they lost, they were getting and and Dalvin Cook got hurt. They had two guys come in. You know, they played awesome at running back. You know, like over a course of a season, you don't need that elite running back. Not in today's NFL anyway. I think it takes away too much part of your team. Like. I don't know. I mean, it's like one part is good and then one part goes bad, whether it's defense or it's just like it's always something with them. I, I don't know. It's like they, they have like the worst luck as a franchise. It's they also they how they run. Luck. Yeah, probably. They, they, that probably has something to do with it. They're, it, it. they're almost run as bad as the Jacksonville Jaguars are run because mm-hmm. Shaq Khan's son's an idiot. 
and Shad Khan's son thinks he runs everything. And that was part of the reason with Coughlin, too. He was like, uh, could you get your fucking moron kid out of here, please? Wait, Shaka Khan's son is involved with the Jackson Jaguars? Why? No, yeah. not Shaka Khan, Derek. Not, not Shaka Khan. <laughs> oh, my God. No, Derek, the oh, guy Derek. who runs AEW is the same guy. He oh, thinks he fun. runs the oh, Jacksonville oh, Jaguars. Okay. Yeah. So that's his son. Shaka Khan's his son. Oh, I did that. Shaka Khan. Oh, man. You know what? I'm on Fucking a roll today. I'm on a roll. DDT. Shaka Khan. All right. Yeah, like, Drew, you said EDT. It sounded like DDT. So I was like, I was like, wait, EDT is an Eagles fan? What the hell's going on here? Oh, man. Self high five, Derek. That's it. Yeah, I think I need to start up my own. What happened? Yeah, he did. Oh, my God. So, have you ever heard of the Eagles fan EDP? EDP? He makes like. EDP. I know I did it. I said EDP, right? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I knew you weren't saying DDP. Okay. (laughs) No, I haven't. What about him? So he's this Eagle fan that posts like fucking like YouTube videos, like every fucking Eagles game and all this shit. And all he does is curse. So we said to Derek, I'm like, I was like, oh, I wonder what DDP said tonight after the fucking Eagles lost again. And Derek's like, DDP's an Eagles fan? I didn't know that. <laughs> Look, it sounded like DDP. It does, it does. But like when it's saying Eagles, it's like you got to know the uh, common sense thing. Like. <laughs> yes, he, he does videos like, with Eric, he does videos with his neighbor Eric Bischoff about the Eagles. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what? I am not surprised that Rob knew who he was because we know that Rob has a little bit of an affinity for the Eagles. Oh, so. stop it! Stop it! <laughs> I thought that was Brian that did stop it. That, uh, I, Brian, you, Brian used to have like a old Eagles like Donovan McNabb jersey. I think, yeah. Pretty sure. I, uh, my, well, my my first my very first jersey was Randall Cunningham. Randall Cunningham, I love Randall Cunningham because he was like he was kind of like before the time, like ahead of the game. Imagine him now; he'd be lethal. <laughs> Great. Yeah. He's one of the best, but never made the Hall of Fame, in my opinion. I, love I just Randall. think he was like one of those things where he was just too. It's kind of like what you said about Tebow last night. He was just too ahead of his time. Yeah. Well, Dan said that. Dan said that. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to get oh, Derek credit Ralph, for something smart. Ralph Cramden. Ralph Cramden. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph Cramden. We don't. Yeah, we. I don't refer to him as Ralph Cramden. To the moon. To the moon, Alice. They, oh, I tell you though, man. If, like I feel bad for Eagle fans, but they won, so like I really don't feel bad for them. But, I don't. God damn. What's the What's the record? Well, right that's now? your. They had the ginger Jesus. That's their problem. 
Carson Wentz is just – I was right about Carson Wentz. There's something not there. I mean, he's got a lot of talent, but I don't know. Like, like he's, he's a little bit inconsistent for some reason. Well, they should have the kept reason is that he sucks. Rob, Rob, they should have kept the Super Bowl MVP, Nicholas Falls. Nick Falls has found his home in Chicago, and he has put Mitch on the bench. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, but like, yeah, but they're not gonna. They're, they're still not gonna win. They're not gonna score a lot of points. I mean, uh, hey, listen, Allen, Allen, Allen Robinson leads the NFL in receiving yards. Oh, come on already. Yeah. How I'm, just, I'm just saying. Oh, he passed that whole league for the lead in receiving yards. He did. He how did. Many, how many points are they averaging offensively? I mean, this, the Tampa, really... Tampa, Bay, Tampa Bay has the number two defense in the NFL. Tampa Bay. And, and Nick Foles, and Nick okay. Foles went down the field and put, put, the, put, the, put those Bears in position to win the game. That's all you could ask him to do, and he did that. Uh, yeah, but again, that no. idiot coach played for the field goal, and if Brady didn't didn't like have like a but he didn't he didn't really play for the field goal. Playing for the field goal would have been running the ball. They were attempting to throw it down the field. They didn't get a first down. When the guy dropped the pass, then they tried to just move forward and, and get yardage in order to get in better position for a field goal. But they originally were trying to play for the end zone. Oh, okay. All right. mm-hmm. Brady did, have, but if Brady didn't have an all timers well, but the Bucks would have picked the winning field goal and won. I so. still want to know what they did to my quarterback, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, what maybe, you maybe, to maybe, my guy? maybe Khalil Mack was putting some hits on him, though. I will say that. You know, he could have just smacked yeah. him around a bit. He might have ended up, you know, a little wobbly there. But <laughs> Khalil Mack is a is a beast of a player, even though that looks like a much better trade for the Raiders now. Which which is what you guys said would happen. That's what was predicted. And kudos to them. Like, they just, and there's, David Carr actually looks like he gets it. Mm. Or Derek Carr. Derek Carr, Derek. yes, yes, Derek Carr. David Carr was a giant backup. <laughs> At one point, Bruce just had a he had a Brady moment there, but you know. I had a Brady moment there. <laughs> I, I, um, I still don't. I don't know if I buy the Bears as like this team, even though they're four and one. I'm not. I'm not sure I'm buying into them yet. Just not sure. The, they were the worst undefeated team when they were undefeated. They're the worst four and one team you've ever seen. Yeah, it, that's it, kind it, of awesome. Like, but you know, their defense is good. Yeah, their, defense. Their, de- their defense, their defense is elite. You know what they're going to get out of Nick Foles is a very, very you know equipped game manager quarterback. Who, when you ask him, who can make throws in tight games. You know, and the more he more he plays within that offense, the better he's going to be. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with having a game manager quarterback. I mean, we saw it with uh, yeah. the Jets. The Jets had the Washington Redskins got one now. Mm-hmm. Oh, Kyle. Now, kudos, uh, kudos, kudos to Alex Smith. Alex Smith. Wait, Alex Smith? Yeah. Oh, my God, Derek. Is Alex Smith that? played play, today. He, Alex Smith played today, he, Derek. He played. Are you kidding yes, me? Yes, he, he played. Oh, my God. Yes, he played. That's a miracle. 
That's an honest yeah. God miracle. I'll knock it. I mean, wow. I am blown away that he played. Congratulations to him. Seriously. He deserves so much credit. Now, now, you're going to make me look at that box score and, like, well, it's like I care, but, like, whatever. Uh, I don't know. The Bears, to me, are, like, the most boring, like, 4-1 team that I can think of. That's all. That's all I have to say. And and even and if Mitch Trubisky was playing, I would, I, would, I would say the same thing, even though I am a Mitch supporter for some reason. <laughs> you can't be an athlete. Be an athletic supporter. Yeah, I'm a supporter of Mitch. I, 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 have, I have to own that. Have oh, own. my God. <laughs> listen, listen. Why are you a supporter of Mitch? It doesn't make sense. It doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. I have to do it. I have to do it. That's all. I'm not, no, I have to you really don't. It's over. Still, <laughs> it's over. I have to do it, and Mitch deserves another chance. No, no. So the 49ers going to miss the playoffs now because, like, they just, like, have too many injuries or what the fuck? <laughs> no, I don't think they're the no, they're, they're going to miss the playoffs. They're going to miss the playoffs. Yeah. Absolutely, yeah. they are. Is it amazing how good Jimmy Garoppolo is and they were trying to get rid of him? Mm. Yeah, but he did not play well today. All right. Oh, he actually played today? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, he had, like, back-to-back interceptions. He got benched for uh, Bird Hard. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah. Dolphins hey, killed him today. I see the Goff. The Goff had a good game for the Rams. I, I don't buy Goff that. Was, Goff absolutely Goff. had a good game. The, Ram, the, Ram, yeah. the Rams are a good team. I mean, you know, you know, like, they're a good team. Only... You know, no yeah, team against the Rams this year. Only one team against the Rams this year has scored more than 19 points. Just saying. Really? Well, yeah. We all, Who's that, the you, kind of, you kind of called that. No, you the Bills. You said the Rams were going to be third this year. They were going to bounce back. I'm just saying. I'm not, I was trying to go there, but, you know. <laughs> well, it, doesn't, it doesn't matter to me. I'm looking at the Redskins quarterbacks. Oh God, oh, man, Jesus Christ! Oh, I don't know. <laughs> and yes, I just called See, the there, You know who else doesn't know? They don't know. <laughs> they, they really don't, George. <laughs> and if you don't know, now you know. You. Know. I refer. To, I actually refer to them as the Washington Monuments on my show. I think that would be cool. I think that'd be a cool name for them. I will not. Refer to them as that name. All right, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I mean, it's just ridiculous. What the football team? That's ridiculous. Just, just <laughs> call them something. Washington call them football them team. Something. Ooh, I don't know. I think the I think the monuments would be good. Be cool you know name. what? I actually think the football team is better than all these other stupid nicknames that they're trying to give them. So, well, of course, yeah. Well, that's because all the other nicknames sucked because it's so unoriginal and just like boring. Why? I think we should call them the Sentinels and have Gene Hackman come out and coach them. <laughs> <laughs> what well, I'm going to call oh, them. Like the old baseball. Get footsteps, Faco. Get footsteps, Faco, right there. 
<laughs> this is not Hoosiers, though. This is not Hoosiers. So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know Gene. We're making replacements reference. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that's right. He was yeah. I, I knew what you. I knew what, I knew what you were saying, but like I, I, I couldn't help but put a. I had to. I had to throw Hoosiers in there because Hoosiers is just great. Uh, just awesome movie. I'd do it. <laughs> All right, Denny Green. So who's winning the NFC West or whatever it's called? San Diego, um, Seattle. Probably I'm going to say the Rams. You are? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. I have this until, like, sneaking until, suspicion. Until now. Seattle shows me a defense, I'm going to have to say the Rams. <clears throat> I have this Probably sneaking suspicion out. with Seattle that this is the year that Russell Wilson. Junior the third gets hurt. Mm. Good. Like somebody, yeah, but somebody that's got a shitty quarterback that doesn't give a fuck when he goes to slide, somebody's just gonna fucking take a missile at his head. The, I mean, the, the, the reason the reason I'm not sold on Seattle is because they need Russell Wilson to be absolutely perfect in order to win games right now. And, and as good as Russell Wilson is for the extent of a season as, you know, defenses start to improve and everything, I, I don't see – I think it's going to be a problem for him. Yeah, I agree with that. Hey, he's, hey, Rob, he's a fantastic uh, player. Make no mistake. He's the best player in the game right now, but I, I don't see Seattle, you know, lasting. That, that's why I'm going to pick the Rams to win that division. Hey, Rob uh... – so it's like it's just like those luck that like you know they might imagine if they shut down the NFL because there's all this COVID stuff and like you know those having their best season in over twenty years. Shush, shush, shush! Just don't jinx it. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Just don't jinx it. Don't jinx it. I'm not trying to jinx it. I'm not. Derek, Rob, were you on the on Derek's show at one point when? Somebody that was on there actually said that the Minnesota Vikings were going to win the NFC North. Oh my God! No, I was not. What was this? I was Derek. I was not there for that. What was this, Derek? Did you hear me? Did you hear when I was like ready to like reach through the phone and rip <laughs> out somebody's blonde hair when she said that? Uh, <laughs> oh yeah, no! Yeah. Oh no! He did oh, say it. Oh, no. Come on. Not Patterson. <laughs> Come on. Mm-hmm. Oh. I just like, She's like oh, you're, gonna be a good you're gonna pick the Vikings to win. They didn't even, like, finish the game. But you're gonna think the Vikings are gonna... What? Derek, she is, she is like, a junior you. <laughs> she is a junior she is you, you, Derek. Yeah, wait a second. I'm not that. I'm not that. Bad. I'm not that. Bad. I'm not. I'm not that, that is totally. Bad. That is totally a Derek Feely type move. You know, why, a Viking, why a bear. Oh man, why would you back Mitch? <laughs> Come on. You 
know why I backed this. <laughs> oh, man. Like, Rob, oh. he said that. And all I could be was like, oh, my God. There's did, no did way she's know? this dumb. I'm, I'm going to play devil's advocate. Did, did, did she at least have a reason for this? No. Oh, it was a good value bet. Um, good value bet. She all right, all right, much, Weasel. She's spending so much time at, she's like at the bar. She's like spending oh, so much man. time at her best. That's what it is when she says these things. Well, you know. Like, or, or, or when she says, you guys know what I'm doing? I'm like, don't make it this easy. Don't 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 make it this easy for me. Yeah, at least Dan got to have his moment of glory there. Oh my god, it was awesome. It took too long to happen though. It should have happened Friday night. Yeah, it should have. It should have, but it. At the beginning of the, whatever you want to call it, I kind of did predict a Rays versus Braves World Series. It could happen. It's possible. So, we'll see. We'll see where it goes. Derek, what was the other brilliant words of brilliance that came out of her tonight? (laughs) Uh, God, it's so hard for me to remember these things. (laughs) I mean, Rob. Mm. Oh my God! I remember saying once to Brian, I said she's not good enough to be the not good enough looking to be this dumb. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, it's the art of saying the most outrageous thing you possibly can. You know, she really is Derek Junior. That's that's what that's why that's why she makes money off her like podcasts. It's like people like listening to her crazy takes. I don't know. The crazier what it do is, we, the that's better. What, that's what sells on these stupid networks, you know. I'm serious. The, the hot the hot takes. I'm serious. These takes these takes are just you must. I mean, no, I I understand that because the general public, you know, it's like when she uh, bet against her team, and you know, and you threw a fit about it when she took Dude, the Steelers I, I over the Giants. I went completely <laughs> ballistic. Like, what are you doing? That's what she banked on. That's what she banked on. I could not believe it. I could not believe she did that. Which team? She was. Openly, I can't believe she, she made. Openly, she was openly rooting against the, the Giants. Steelers. Yeah, it was ridiculous. It was, oh my god, no! I can't believe she made money off her podcast. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you care what she bets on? I don't. Who cares? But she, how could you bet against your own team? Oh Derek, man! Derek, like, like I've you done never it. picked against like you never like you never picked against the Rangers before. But I would never bet I against them. I, I would never put money on it and root against my own team. Come on, man! Oh look. I won a ton of money betting against the Patriots. <laughs> of course you have. Oh, I've made a ton of money. I I don't I don't bet against my team, but I also I, won't bet I on them. Um, yeah, but I, I you know I can't, I can't do it. I don't blame her for it. You know, easy money right there, I mean, but that was like what, last what, year. What, like, what's what, 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 
It was the Giants, Steelers game, and the Giants, the Giants were playing them tough. It, it was almost it was they had a chance to, to actually cover the spread. I mean, in the game, they didn't play. Oh. Like first half, in, they were in that game. It's not like she's betting on a playoff game. It's not like she's betting on a playoff game, though. Yeah, but still, man. Would you really put a pass? I did that last year. Would you? I'm just saying, like you know. Would you have put a pastor to put money on the Yankees in that game five? In like a parlay? No wonder they fucking lost in like the worst way possible. I mean, come on. (laughs) Oh, that was the other thing she said. She goes, guess what I'm doing now, guys? I'm like making a parlay. (laughs) She got like really bad (laughs) at me for saying it. She's like, she's Parlay Madison. That's what I call her. That's what we nicknamed her. <laughs> oh, man. She, she is, uh, she's Weasel Jr. <laughs> did, how, Rob, did you, I listened to that game, to that, to that heartbreaking game, you know, that they lost. Did you get to see the home run that, that, What's the name? Brussels. No, I was Mike. working. I didn't. See, actually didn't see any of the game. I, I was listening to it, but I have to tell you, I finally like sat down and watched it on YouTube. And they had the pitch for pitch mm. thing. That was one of the great. That was just an unbelievable at bat by him. He was down 0-2 with the count. He did not expand the zone. He did not go after the slider or the split, and he fouled off some pitches. He just started putting better swigs of the ball. And then Chapman kind of missed his location. It was too got too much in the middle. But the the, longer, the, longer, the went on. You had, to, you had to know something bad was going to happen. A role, a role yeah. this Chapman has never met a big moment that he can come through on. Daddy, it's true. That's very, yeah. it, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you something else. That at bat, that at bat, it kind of reminded me, it eerily reminded me of what Larris did against Mark Wallace, but that was a much bigger moment. Just how mm-hmm. Larris kind of said that off. the other night on your show. Did you? Jesus Christ. Yeah. Uh, that tells you I said it on a show. I don't remember. Yeah, thanks. I, I feel like I'm talking to my yeah. wife now. Yeah, but like, uh, I, 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 honestly, after looking at that at that and just looking at how he like approached it, this is a guy that wasn't even drafted for crying out loud. I mean, he went to Australia to play baseball. They freaking gave him a chance. Doesn't it show you how much the Major League Baseball right. draft is like such bullshit? Look, not everything is always like right. on the up and up with the scouts. Jeez, oh, but like, but the race gave him a chance. Chabot nearly fucking killed him, I and mean, he's thrown right at his fucking head. And then he gets, and he winds up hitting that home run in that moment. Like, you know, it's funny. Like you say that. I saw um, Jared Carabas from Barstool posted this thing of like all of Chapman's like postseason epic fails today. Mm. And all I thought about was like he also shot a gun at a woman. Like, yeah, yeah, I know. He did. Yeah. The libtard Yankee fan who fucking support this guy. It, it's like amazing to me. Mm. Agreed. Agreed. I, I don't shot a gun at a woman. Mm-hmm. I mean, really? Shot a gun at no, a woman. He's a, he's a garbage human being. You know, and yeah. I'm 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 a Yankee fan. I will say that he's a garbage human being. Yeah, yes. That, that yes. was before all the that's that, that's before all the stuff started coming out and the Twitter stuff and you know the uh, Me Too stuff. You know. 
Yeah. That was pre. That was pre that. So like, it's okay. It's, it seems like it's like not bad now, you know. Like, if I keep my problem with the whole thing, but it's there. It's there. I mean, it's like, there. But if, if, but if it happened now, he would be canceled. Yeah, he'd be done. Yeah. He, but he got suspended for what? A month? A month? No, a year. And that's the only result. And that was the only way the Yankees got him. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. Because he, because everybody raved about like his velocity. Everybody talked about him with the Reds. I remember that whole thing. Jesus Christ. And the Yankees barely gave up any. They gave up like two guys that were totally over it. One was a third base prospect, Eric Jagolo, whatever the fuck his name is. Jagolo. And the other guy. Yeah. And the other guy. <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Yeah, I'm joking. It's spelled. It's spelled J A G I L. And the other guy was a pitcher, but he just never amounted to anything. Yeah, they gave up two guys. Well, I mean, the Yankees are the Yankees are great for like stealing shit from the fucking oh my god, Cleveland from the Cincinnati Reds. They're a hype machine. Yeah, what we do is they're fucking guys, man. It's true. It's true. No, I mean, like they all they do is steal shit from the fucking Cincinnati Reds. Drew Henson. Anybody? Paul Neal. Yeah, that was a steal. Yeah, yeah but Roberto, Roberto Kelly was good. They still spoke Paul Neal, though. That's what I'm saying. It, it worked out a lot better for, for the Yankees. Yeah. And then, then then they got Roberto Kelly back at Paul Neal on the same team in 1999. They did. Yeah, they did. That's right. Yeah. I, I, I always was a fan of his. But it was a much better trade for the Yankees because they had Bernie. I remember I was like, I was like, why did he get a strike? <laughs> you know, whatever. Yeah. I wasn't opposed to it. I was just saying, like, oh, why not keep Roberto Kelly? Guy, this third base prospect that got traded for in the Chapman trade. How do you go from being a 50th round pick to a first round pick? Dak good at Notre Dame. Um, so he may have been a 50th round pick out of high school. Yes. Yeah. That's exactly then, what he was. All right, so he yeah. grew up and yeah, he grew up. Yeah. Like yeah. pitching prospects usually don't move that much, but yeah. uh, player prospects do. Plus, do. Yeah. Notre Dame plays in the big in the ACC, so there's a ton of scouts there. Wait, do they play in the in there in baseball and college baseball? No, I'm talking college baseball. Were they playing there when yeah. he was playing college? Collegiate. That's what I'm asking. Okay. Yeah, so, Notre Dame okay. plays. The only sport that they don't play in the ACC is football. And even with That's, football, they still have to play a certain amount of games against um, ACC opponents. This year, they're playing in the ACC because of just the whole. Yeah, thing. because nobody else can play. Yeah, so they're playing. They're playing in the ACC. Which is very yeah. interesting. Yeah, I never understood why they why they extended Chapman's contract because I just thought it was a mistake. Like he's getting in his thirties, he's gonna wear out. Like he's got a great arm, but like I, I, I thought that was a mistake last year. I, I, I would have been fine with Britain being the closer, to be honest. Because he does throws hard. I would have been okay with that. Am I wrong? It, it, it just, to me, it shows how great Mariano was. Mariano is a once-in-a-lifetime guy. Uh, there just aren't many guys. 
Derek, I'm saying it just shows the greatness of Mariano. Like, oh just yeah, how how much better than everybody else he was. Like, there were good closers who came and went, but Mariano was still the fucking standard bearer. Like Brian Wilson for a very short fucking period was a good closer. Was great. Oh, for remember a while, Eric, right? Eric Gagne? But he was Eric Gagne. Star- oh, Eric Star- Gagne was a Jesus. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah, of course. I'm just saying, like he was still good. Oh, oh he's great. Yeah. But he was great. <laughs> it was well, whatever program he was on. But okay. I'm just, I'm just, I'm <laughs> yeah. just thinking about like players that were like no, no, dominant. no. It's a perfect example, Justin. I'm just saying. No. Yeah. Was. But like, he was still dominant. Yeah, he was. You know, yeah, he was a dominant like... for about a three-year period, <laughs> and he was like scary to look at. Rod Beck. Rob Nen. Yeah, I was going to say oh, that. Yeah. Holy fucking shit. Nice. Like, even like some of those guys, like, but it's like, um, fucking the guy from the Dodgers now. Um, oh, Jansen. Uh, Jansen. Yeah. Like, he's been dominant, but he they're been not even saying he's going to be their closer in the fucking playoffs. Because he he's always gives it up. He, he always he always has problems whole protecting leads in the playoffs. And Joe Kelly's darling option. Yeah. I mean, he's not. He's either hit or miss. He was hit for the for the Boston Allison Bruins. For the Red Sox, he was hit. It worked out. And he cast it. Yeah. You know, I'm looking at Chapman's stats here. He has a two four zero ERA in the playoffs, three and four record. His stats are not bad. What was Ma- Derek, just do me a favor. What were Mariano's stats in the playoffs? Oh, God, I mean, uh, I, I'm only I'm only on Chapman just to look at the trade. I just want to look at the trade again. Okay, here it is. It was Eric Jagello, whatever the fuck his name is, Caleb. Gotham, who I think eventually went to the Marlins, and Rookie Davis. Rookie Davis. That was that was the other like big prospect. And Tony Renda. <laughs> wow. Forty times. I I don't know. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Who are these? But guys? like, just think Good about Lord. how great Mariano was. Yeah, a point seventy ERA in the postseason. The only the only team that could hit him was the Red Sox. Because they saw him ninety seven fucking times a year. They did. That's right. You're, you're right. You're a hundred percent right on that. But you know. And the only guy in the Red Sox that could hit him was Euclid. And Poppy. Euclid. That uh, Malar, God, I hated him. God, what a pain in the ass. <sighs> no, my 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 favorite was not, oh, going back to dumb things that were said by reporters. Oh nine, it was like a Friday night game in Fenway, and Mariano gave up a, I think a walk off home run to um, to Eucalyptus. and Kim Jones goes up to him after the game and says, "Well, how does it feel to give up the home run?" Fucking great, <laughs> stupid cunt. Like, what? what the fuck is he supposed to say? You know what? Yeah. That was like I, I was listening to the Giants post game guys, and like, mm-hmm. and that idiot, that lift hard, like Pat Letter, who was he's just an idiot. Like asked Daniel Jones, like, you know, your record is zero and five. You know, like how are you? 
like historically teams don't you know come bounce back from zero and five. And I'm thinking to myself, what the fuck is he talking about? Like, how 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 how, how are you guys going to be able to bounce this isn't back? This is even a good team. What is this guy talking about? What is he talking Listen, about? Kind of you are about? only you are only two games out of first place. They're not a good team. <laughs> we know that. Do you realize you understand how they're two games out of first? Oh man. <laughs> Is no team, zero teams in the NFC East are good teams. No, I know. Zero. I'm just, I'm focusing on the Giants here, though. No, I I, I know that, but I'm just saying they're they're still alive in the race, though. Like, they're not. You know what? You know what my dream is? You know what my dream is, right? To have a a team finish 6 10 and win the Super Bowl. Oh, it it could happen this year with the Cowboys. (laughs) If that happens. JPG Andy Dalton's going to win the Super Bowl. JPG well, I'm going to go for <laughs> too. Yeah, I'm going to give it to JPG if that happens because all he ever talks about, he always talks about the Giants. Oh, they were 9-7 and, and we won a Super Bowl. You no, know, we're going to go ballistic because it shows how mediocre, like, you know, you, have, yeah. you, you don't even have to be good in the NFL to, like, win. Honestly, yeah, I you can't realize how much that we can. Do you realize how much that would kill Rob and Brian if that happens? Oh, I hope it doesn't happen. Yeah, no, yeah, that would, <laughs> that would suck. I'm not going to lie. Like, we would legitimately have to call wherever Brian – we would have to legitimately call wherever Brian lives and, like, could you please do a wellness check on <laughs> – like, Yeah, nobody would hear from me for, like, a good month. I'll be honest. <laughs> Listen, I have two really, I have two, I have two really big fears as as it pertains to the NFL this season. One, the, the Bills make the AFC Championship and Josh Allen can't play, so they have to play Mark, Matt Barkley and they lose. Two. <laughs> Wait, what if two, the Bills? Just go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry. Two, the Bills make the Super Bowl, and they lose to Green Bay. Because because. They, lo- they would lose to Green Bay because um, Josh Allen left his helmet in the locker room. Whatever reason. That, that Whatever reason. <laughs> Those are my two biggest fears this season. <sighs> you know, I went to Mariano Rivera's page here, and I'm just, like, mesmerized by how many years Rivera had to pitch in the postseason. It's just... This whole thing is just crazy, and then he starts looking at the numbers, and it's just holy crap. Point, point seventy ERA. That's ridiculous. 16 years, 32 series. This is absolutely yeah, think crazy. About that. But, like, think about the fact that he threw another full season in the postseason. Mm-hmm. He only walked 21 batters at 141 innings, man. Yeah. You, don't, you, don't, you only whip. see that you only see that type of stuff once in a lifetime. His you know, whip, twice if you're lucky. His whip was point seven nine <laughs> in the post season. Point seven five. Point seven six. He whipped it good. No, I was crazy. saying whip for another. Re- I was saying I said whip for another reason. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> I was hoping Rob would catch on to that, but whatever. No, I did. I did. <laughs> <laughs> This is what Rick Parker is doing these days. <laughs> he has his own stats. This is insane. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. How many home runs did he give up? Sandy Elmer. 
Yeah. He gave up two. He gave up two home runs. What's the Ortiz? Too? I think two home runs. Yeah, one, a, Ortiz. The sad part is, I bet you you could name them. No, we, we, he didn't. We, he never gave up a home run to Ortiz. Oh, he did it. Oh, I guess it's Duplass then, right? Um, in the well, playoffs, I think we just referenced that on the playoffs. Okay. No, somebody from the Mets no, hit a home no. run off. Somebody from the Mets hit a home run off of the World Series. Oh yeah, yeah. I guess I'll have Who to look it? it up. Are you sure? Were you sure it wasn't it Poppy? No. Are you sure? Yeah, no. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, I thought it was Poppy in the extra innings there. He didn't give up a home run to him. He didn't give up a home run to him. You're wrong. I'm pretty sure he did in the extra innings. Gordon did. No, that was Gordon. That was Tom fucking Gordon when Tory just didn't know what the fuck he was doing. But he should have gone to Rivera for two innings to, to get to get the two-inning fucking save in game five. There's a blowing game four. One of the games was extra innings is what I'm saying. Like, no, he no, but that didn't. Was, that, that, yeah, they both were extra they, they, Both those games were extra innings, but, but Ortiz did not hit the home run off Maul. Mo gave okay, it off okay. to Bill Miller. Don't you remember? Robert stole the face. No, I know that. I know. I know. I know. I knew about that part. I'm just. Yeah. It, it's not. It's not Ortiz. I have to figure out. Well, oh, Ortiz is off Paul Contra. Yes. Paul That's what it is. Correct. Oh, God. Correct. At least it was. At least it wasn't Felix Heredia. <laughs> that guy sucked. Okay, so you you uh, you guys, I never would have got this. You guys never would have got it either. The Benny Close. It is an outfielder. Obscure outfielder for the No. Jay Payton. Jay fucking Payton hit a whole broad off ball. I just said him. In the ninth inning. Yeah. I just yep. fucking said Jay Payton. Yep, and and that made it. They split for five the Mets scored five runs, and that's right. And then Mo had to like get the last, yeah. And then Mo had to hang on. That was must be game oh. two then. Yeah, it was. Jake fucking Payton. You know, I I didn't, I didn't take that as dark adoring you. I I, I took it as him like agreeing with you and but like saying Jake fucking Payton. You know. Yeah, oh. I, I was just lock, I was locked in. So I was, yeah, no, I took that as him ignoring me. I wasn't ignoring you. I think it was a great deal. Yeah. I knew that Ortiz <laughs> didn't get it. But Ortiz hit Mo Barry out of there okay. I mean, Rivera used to get about all the time, but Ortiz did start that better at the end. You know who could not um, hit Rivera? Manny most of Rivera. the league? The whole Manny, Manny most of the Rivera fucking league. Yeah, Manny, Manny Rivera? Rivera. Yeah, Rivera oh. used to own him. How many pitches would he take? How many like cold strike threes would Rivera's take? Look, took a lot of them. I, I, my favorite Manny Ramirez moment is still when he thought Clemens was throwing in his head and the pitch was seven miles away from it. Oh my oh, god! I hate, I hate and he that. started I hate the whole. That. that was so fucking stupid. Oh my god! That was terrible. <laughs> the pitch was nowhere near him. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was. It was got at 
poor Don Zimmer. Was that was that the same game that Don Zimmer like? Yeah, it was yeah, the okay. same same on the same plays. Same fucking game. Yeah, it was the same thing, right? That's scary. That's what that was. Yeah. Well, I mean, that was also like you know, Posada started the whole fucking thing and then cowered like a pussy. Yeah, Posada was like that though. He's just—I don't know why. He was just like a little bit of a bitch for some reason. Because his wife right wore the pants in the family. Probably. <laughs> I'll never no, forget Posada that blog be... I wrote. To... I wrote a blog once but... about how he was a grumpy old fuck. How he was turned into a grumpy old man, and his wife like sent me an email tearing me in your asshole. Oh, for crying out! How crying. dare you say that about him? Like he sucks. Yeah, I never, I never got on Girardi for how he handled Posada at the end because I thought, I thought he was right. You look um, at me. Yeah, you have to be able to draw the line. What else? Did anything else happen in the NFL today that's like worth talking about? Uh, the Chiefs lost, man. Um, <laughs> the Cleveland Browns. The Cleveland Browns. They're getting are them they some for, respect. Are, are they for? Are they for real or? Me? I, I they think they are. Or, I'll believe it when they win a playoff game. How about that? Yeah, yeah, that that's that, that's what I said before, Macho. Yeah, I, I can't really say that. I'm just talking about in season right now. They're they're for real. They're, they're they are four real. and one. They are four and one. I have to give them credit. So they are four and one. So, they, although something's put it, it'll come apart. You'll see. Like Parcells used to say, "You are what your record says you are." So. And and, oh, and Baker not, Mayfield know, makes some of the best game. Baker Mayfield makes some of the best damn commercials on television. <laughs> I haven't been watching any commercials because I, I don't. I don't watch. Oh my god! Really. I, I don't watch the football. I listen. Hot take. Hot like take I, right here. Hot take right here. The Ravens will not win the AFC North. They will finish third. Whoa! I agree with you. They they could finish third. Both real teams will probably make the playoffs, so that's possible. That's a possibility. Why I think when you realize how tough the AFC East schedule is this year, yeah. you just don't like really start to think like, oh, that's why Brady went to Tampa. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird division. Well, the that's a that's a weird division, I believe. Like the Panthers are three and two. Hey Rob, I'll give you a hot take. <laughs> the Panthers win the division. <laughs> I I finished them. I've picked them to pick to finish second originally in that division. Why? But the, the light bulb I went on, right? I agree with you. But, I agree with you right now. I do. Because Michael, right Michael now, Thomas got suspended for a game. So. That's what it was? 
Yeah, he got into an altercation. He got into a fight with a teammate, so he got suspended for a game. Yeah, how stupid. Man, football players, some of these guys are just – I don't know what they're thinking about. I read about that. That kills my fantasy yeah. team. <laughs> I you took him in the first people. round, and he fucking – I took him in the first round, and he sucks. And he hasn't yeah. played since. Mm. First round of what? Yeah, you play fantasy, I guess? Mm-hmm. Oh, I got you. No, he plays Mr. Fantasy, like the song. Uh, I see. <laughs> My only saving grace is, is the guy I'm playing didn't set his lineup today and didn't get another quarterback. Hmm. <laughs> And he, his two quarterbacks are Matt Stafford and Cam Newton. No, oh, Jesus. <laughs> he probably quit on the season. I have a, yeah. a 60-point lead going in tomorrow. Mm. I'd say you might be With, safe. Uh, I think so. <clears throat> I, have Zach Mo- I have Zach Moss on my team. <laughs> oh man! Oh, oh my! I had three players get taken out of the game this week due to COVID. Yeah, that sucks. <laughs> Damn. Yeah, well. Thank God hey, I'm good. Beckham, old Dell Beckham completed another pass. What the hell's going on here? <laughs> Hey, maybe that's why the Giants didn't have given up on him. He could be their quarterback. <laughs> no, I think the Giants ran a play with Beckham completing a pass, but he was a Giant, too. They, they, did, they did, actually. Yeah. I remember that. They did. To say yeah, they yeah, I remember. Well, their punter didn't realize how to line up today. Yeah, that was a shame. I heard it was a nice play. I heard that on the radio. Bob Pop, Bob Papa was like in just classic bow of his growling. Oh man! <laughs> and then they were all bummed out when it was pulled back. And so and I was just like, my reaction was like, typical Giants. Because, at you know, my favorite part of the broadcast is just listening to him mm. and Carl just like rant about how many bad penalties this team takes. They, they took a 15-yard penalty. Which really gave like that. That's what allowed like Dallas to get the momentum for that drive. That gave winning. Well, they had the, like, the one. The one safety had two targeting calls. Yeah, it's just like, oh my I, god! But I also heard there were some ticky tack pulls too, though. Yeah, maybe. That's yeah. true. Yeah. Who, who said that, Carl like that? Someone. No, no I, just heard, I heard someone talking about it before on the radio. Look, you get that in every game. There's a, every yeah. game. Uh, just, I never want to blame referees anyway, so I'm just saying. You know. I was pretty pissed about the Hurricanes getting jobbed on the interception because they were in that game. It was 21-10, and they looked like they were going to drive and maybe score there. And the friggin', the friggin' quarterback, he used his off arm, his right arm, like he was an NBA player, and just pushed, pushed up. It was an underthrown ball, but that's why he got the exception. He pushed off. That was the one chance they had. And, and, and they then they don't throw a flag, and nope, and no, neither guy said anything on the broadcast, and it just pissed me off. 
Oh, um, but going on right now in L.A., people aren't wearing masks and they're yelling, Kobe, Kobe, Kobe. LeBron's <laughs> pissed as we speak. Fuck, championship's not about me. What the fuck? Uh, he's such a fraud anyway. Oh, uh, whatever. Whatever. No, I think he was the same, like, you know. I don't think LeBron know, is very pissed about it. I know he's swallowed that in for a fact, but <laughs> I say it, but Kobe's dead. Uh, they could say Kobe all they want, but he's dead. Uh, I hate to say it. I know that's kind of mean to say, but it's true. LeBron did say the NBA was going to fix it, so they win. Look, they, there's no way they could survive another year, another year like that. Be honest, you can't. If there's too much investment um, for them to do that, you can't lose that many fans. They can't do it. They had to, they had to cave in. They lost a lot of ratings. They got killed. Yeah, I mean, oh, they still got like 7.0 or whatever, which is good for most programs, especially for sports, but. Compared to what they usually get, those numbers are terrible. Those are terrible numbers for them. So, <laughs> and to be honest, um, that whole thing pissed me off so much that I'm just—I think I'm just going to be a Knicks fan and not like watch any other games. I'll just follow the Knicks, and I'll watch some of their games and I'll watch some of the games, and that's it. That's how I feel. That's how much. That's how turned off I am. I want the bullshit that they pulled. Putting that stuff What's on the that? back of their jersey. It's ridiculous. Oh. Love what me. Happened? Love me. They put love me on the back of their jersey. Like, all this other bullshit. Oh, God. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that it doesn't happen. Like, there, I read about this guy. He is like, a good guy. He is doing, not doing anything bad, and he got killed. For no reason, by a cop. It just happened like recently, like last week. But he, well, he went to shake his hands or something, right? Yeah, I I, I, didn't, I don't know the whole story, but somebody on my Facebook list knew who he was, and I was just like, oh my god! I was just like so sorry for their loss. It's just, like crazy. That's crazy. And I hope that the officer just goes gets put away. He got, I think he got charged with second degree, second degree murder. How to lock him up? That's inexcusable. I will never excuse that. Did um? Didn't do that. Um. Did Rafa win today? Yeah. Oh God, that wasn't even close, Scott. I was so disappointed, man, with that. I mean, like Brian was right. Brian knew. Brian said that I jinxed. That I'm a jinx, and maybe I am. I don't know. I thought Sokovic was going to be on a mission <laughs> after how he got defaulted at the US Open. He looked like he was. But Rafa Nadal won the first set 6-love. He won the second set 6-2. And then Sokovic started to pick it up in the third set. He got it back on serve. And then he had two lousy games in a row. He lost a serve, like, four straight points. And then Rafa closed it on four straight points with an ace. So they lost the last eight points. And that's tennis talk. Well, 
I don't. I just, I just keep questioning, like, like how much longer can the doll keep winning? Can keep how much longer is he going to keep winning on that red clay? That, I mean, at some point, it's going to end. Long as he you know, wants to. Like, he, he's got thirteen. <laughs> he has thirteen. He's tied with Federer now. They each have twenty. Um. It's just like it seems kind of crazy to me. I thought Djokovic would definitely give him a match. I was really just—he—he he just was missing too many shots. I don't—I think it's because of the play and how Rafa moves. But he was just going for too much on some of his shots. He started playing better in the third set, and the crowd was getting behind him for the fans that were there. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe he was gonna—maybe he was gonna take the third set. It, it started to look like it, but well, Rafa is—Rafa was playing like. Drop shots. He was just he was just moving so well. Djokovic. Djokovic. Let's put it this way. I looked at the errors. Novak made Novak made 52 unforced errors, which is unlike him. So he made too many errors, and Rafa only made 14 errors and had 31 winners. So it has to do with the movement. Novak had an off day. He just had an off day. If you have an off day, that fight reminded me of what I remember when the Dal faced Federer in 2008. And Federer got like maybe four games off him. Nadal crossed him. At least Novak had one good set of tennis. He got seven games. So. Let me ask you a, a dumb question, I, and, and this is because I don't know tennis. Okay. Which is more impressive, what Rafa and Federer have done, or what Pete Sampras did? Wow, that's a really tough question. Um. Yeah, I almost want to say that Pete Sampras, if he played against these guys, he could beat them. But how? It's like, but everything's different now. The technology's even better. These guys are hitting it harder. Now it's like all baseline. And Sampras, Sampras could do it all. He had Sampras had the best serve I've ever seen. Nobody had a better service motion than Pete. Why do you think Agassi lost to him in like so many of the finals? He only got him once at the Australian Open. But, like, why do you think he lost over? Because Sampras was just so dominant. And Sampras, he wasn't so, so much that he was a good returner. But, like, when he he could just hold. And then at, when it be, when it be, if he's up 5-4 in, like, the set, he would just, that's mm-hmm. when he would sense the moment and get the break that he needed or whatever. Or it could be 4-all, and he'll get the break, and then he'll serve out the set, and the set's over. So it's like, like, I think Federer is the best, though. I think Federer is the all-time best, but he's not going to wind up with the most majors. I think it's going to. I think Djokovic has more time left, and he, even though he does have 17, and he trails them by three, I think mm-hmm. he'll wind up with the most. But it's not going to change my mind. I think Federer is probably the best because he could do it on all courts, and, and Sampras couldn't win at the French. But Sampras was amazing. His runs at Wimbledon, like that's unrivaled. Federer was great at Wimbledon too, but like I, I feel like Sampras is just what he did at what he did at Wimbledon and Open. I think that was a harder error too. I do, but I was, well, was going to ask the question because like was there more competition then as opposed okay, to so now? I was just about to get to that. All right, so it's like yeah. okay, so you had. Obviously, you had Agassi. Sampras and Agassi were like, that's what American tennis was fucking awesome. You had, let's see, who else did you have? You had Eberg. 
Jim Eberg was really Eberg won a couple of opens, man. He was really good. He had Becker. Even though Becker, I think he won three out of his what he went three out of his five in the, in the late eight, in the eighties. But he was he was excellent. He could beat you. He could. He, he used to. Yeah, I mean, he used to have some great matches. Uh, who's uh, that Michael guy? Michael. Michael Steak. Michael Chang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Both yeah, of them. Yeah. Chang. I was gonna say Michael Chang. Chang. Chang was really good on hardcore. He wasn't good. Like he, it's amazing. He was. Good. He should have won a U.S. Open, but like he wound up winning the French Open when he was like hurt. Where he uh, he did an underhand serve against Ivan Lendl in a semifinal. He wound up winning, pulling it out as a seventeen-year-old or eighteen-year-old. He was like, I know, I can't believe he never won on hardcore. Because I th- I thought he would win the Open. I remember once, like him, at, he faced Agassi, and Agassi had had his number, and Chang just totally dominated mm-hmm. him. But he just, for some reason, he just like if like certain players just have certain players' numbers. I think Chang actually had to face Sampras once in the final, and Sampras that was just a mismatch because Sampras was just too strong with his serve. Just it, like some match, mm-hmm. some, some like some players just match up better with others. Uh, like okay, so like if we look at Federer, all right. So let's look at the Federer era. Yeah, Federer. Don't forget that Roddick. No. Roddick, Roddick, But don't forget about Roddick. Roddick had some great matches with Roger before Roger started dominating him. And remember, they played what they played that crazy five set match at Wimbledon, that final, where Roddick came through and beat Murray. And Roddick probably should have won that match. He outplayed Federer, but. Federer wound up pulling it out. It was one of the best, like, ever finals. People forget about that. Roddick deserved to win that sort of it, but he didn't win. I mean, he got more respect for losing that match than he did for winning his U.S. Open because he kicked the crap out of Juan Carlos Ferrero. Ferrero won, I think, the French Open twice. Yeah, him. Yeah, I mean, you had... Good candy at about, Christmas you know, time. Yeah. You know who else was? You know who else would have won a bunch of majors, and both Federer and Nadal wouldn't have won as many majors. And Djokovic, if he didn't get hurt, Juan Martín Del Potro would have won more Opens. Juan Martín Del Potro has had so many injuries; it's just sad. It's really sad because, like, like, and he got to, he finally got to the final at the Open last year, and then Novak took took him out. Novak got him. He was just too strong. That was what he... Then there's what, Andy Murray? Andy, Andy Murray, yeah. I, I can't believe I left him out. Andy Murray, I mean, it's, he, how many times did he lose in the final? I think he lost, like, his first, like, five or Grand Slam finals or something like that. And Novak was the same way. Novak didn't win right away. He, he, used, to, he used to have some nightmare nightmares against Roger until he had that crazy forehead winner on fucking match point. He hits a, like He just went for broke and hit, like, a 100-mile forehead winner. On match point. Who the fuck does that? You, out of the players, Novak's the best pressure player I've ever seen. I've never seen a player who could save, like, like set points or championship points the way Novak has. Like, he's, the, he's also the greatest returner. Like, the greatest returners are Novak, Djokovic, Agassi, and Connors, in that order. Um, the best defender, that's either Novak or Rafa. Roger's serve motion is is pretty great. Also, he also has like that great motion, and he could come to net. He has like he just has he has, but he he doesn't play attacking style. That's why he lasted so long. 
I don't see him winning another one, though. I mean, he's going to be like 40 next year. And, and he just had another surgery. So, and these guys are getting closer. Like, team, he finally won one. Sitsipas was down two sets to love against the semifinal, and he, he won the fourth, and he won the third and fourth set. Novak had to win the fifth set. So, may, maybe that took something out of him. It's possible. I don't know. I mean, Sitsipas is a guy to watch out for. There's that Russian guy that I like that, that was so close to beating Rafa, Medvedev. There, there's a yeah, there's a bunch of young talent. I don't know how much longer, I don't know how much longer these guys are going to keep like making finals and winning. But yeah, because like the gap's closing, the gap is closing, and Brian would probably say the same thing. It's not is a lot the gap play. closing because? But all right, so now here's this once again. You guys are if I ever need to talk tennis, it's you and Brian and nobody else because like no, no yeah. one else that knows tennis. Yeah, is we the gap closing because the is the gap yeah. closing because those guys were so great and now they're walking away and the rest of the town is mediocre, or uh, is it because the next crap of great players are coming? It's because of both. I'd say that yes, like the next crop of great players are coming. And I also forgot mm-hmm. to mention Stan Wawrinka. So you know what? I would say Federer and Nadal, their era is tougher because Wawrinka has won, Wawrinka's won on three different services. Like, he, he's 35. He's still he's still a guy that you don't want to face. Dominic Thiem is a guy that's going to win more. Dominic Thiem is the one guy that I think would have given Nadal a really tough time. And he lost to Schwartzman. And Schwartzman, even though he beat Nadal in the tune-up at Rome, he wasn't going to be able mm-hmm. to beat Rafa after after going five sets and beating and coming back to be team. That I thought maybe he could get a set off Rafa. It just didn't happen. Rafa was just too tough, too strong. Schwartzman's like Ferrer. He, Ferrer was the guy that just got the most out of his ability. He made one final. But, mm-hmm. I mean... God, it's. I think you know what. I gotta see. I have to see one of these other guys, like come through and win one of these Grand Slams next year. So whether it's whether it's the Russian who I really like, Medvedev, who was so close to beating Rafa in that crazy match where he was down two sets and then all of a sudden he woke up, or it's Sitsipas, mm. or it's one of these other guys. There's a lot of like talent there. Team is team is definitely like the fourth guy now. He's he might be the third guy. I might even put him ahead of Roger right now when it comes to threats at Grand Slams. Because I'm not. I don't think Roger can win Grand Slams. I don't, I, just, no, I, I how could he, how's he going to be able to win Grand Slams again? What's this ranking going to be? Like he's going to have tougher opponents. He's going to have to go through tougher opponents in the quarters, in the fourth and the quarters. Once that mm-hmm. starts to happen. It's hard. Like, how much longer does Roger Federer want to do this? He, I mean, he's just had another surgery. Maybe next year's his last year. I don't know. It could be. If he won one more slam, he would retire, like Sampras did. That was the best thing Sampras could have done. When he won that open, he had that great run where and he just he beat and he beat uh, see he was a retiring. Be nice to go out on top. 
pretty cool. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. There's a guy who legitimately retired because it's he was just like, I'm, I'm, I'm good. He also had a really hot wife, so I had kids, and I just, yeah. I don't, I think that like, like some players are just different. Like Federer's got kids, but I think there was just more of a commitment. He just wa- he still wants to be out there. He still loves playing. And Sampras, I didn't even think Sampras would get that 14th one, to be honest, but. Everybody was talking about Andy Roddick and Sampras. They had they were going to meet in the quarterfinals, and that was always like on the Wednesday night. They would have that Wednesday night like in prime time. So people would ask the fans, mm-hmm. who's going to win? And I was watching Sampras and how he played like the first four rounds, and everybody was picking Roddick. And this was when Roddick was what, maybe 19, whatever he was. And I just mm-hmm. – I don't know. Something just told me Sampras was going to beat him, and he not, he didn't just beat him. He manhandled him. And once he did that, I was like, holy fucking shit, he's going to win. He's going to win again. I couldn't believe it. It was just unbelievable that he won. Yeah, after the way Sappin took him apart, and then Leighton Ewan took him apart, and those two finals where he just looked so slow, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. Because I mean, Sampras wasn't like known for his like fitness. He He relied more on his talent. Because he could, he could do it. But like, like yeah. you know, you ever hear about the match that he had against? He had this match, right? It was against this really good player, Alex Karecha. It was maybe either around the sixteen match or quarterfinal. He puked. Mm. It went five sets, and he was just like, yeah, he was, yeah, he was dehydrated. He puked on the court before he was gonna serve, and. I'm just thinking, watching it, like, holy fucking shit, Pete's not going to make it. He's not going to win this match. And somehow mm-hmm. he, he friggin' pulls out the match, and he wound, I think he wound up winning. That's Pete Sampras. Yeah. He just, Pete Sampras had, more, he had heart, more heart, and he had more talent, though, than anybody. He's just like, he said the same thing about Borg, but Borg got burnt out because he kept trying to win the U.S. Open, and he kept losing and then once he lost to Mackerel, when Mackerel got him at Wimbledon, he just he checked out. Uh, How many more could he have won? He won so many French Opens and Wimbledons, and he just checked out because he couldn't win the U.S. Open. He retired at what? what was he? He was done at like twenty-five or twenty-six. Yeah, and I, I think he wound up with twelve majors. Think how many more? How many more majors could he won? Oh, I don't know. I mean, nobody talks about Borg. Among the all-time greats, you know, people talk about Jimmy Cotters. How many Jimmy Cotters didn't even get the double digits? Did he? And J- Jimmy was great, but like, I guess I think it was just more competitive. But Jimmy was too. also, I think it was more competitive. I, I think it's just like tennis today. Yeah. It's like, and maybe it's like the arrogant American in me, but there's but, no but, great no, American. I agree with you. Like, but I just think like, I don't know. You know, you know, I almost wish that there were a little more intense rivalries. Everybody's so like friendly, friendly with everybody. But I guess maybe mm-hmm. that's the one. Maybe that's why Brian likes Novak so much. Novak has like this edge to him. You know, he's just like he hates losing. You know, he's just like and he he will let you like, and he will his temper sometimes. Yeah, I mean, it was unfortunate what happened to him at the USL, but but that's the rule. I mean. 
I saw, I looked at the video and I was like, ah, oh, God, I mean, they defaulted him for that. It's just like, oh, man. But, like, but he does have that S to him because he's not as popular with the fans. Like, everybody loves Rafa Nadal. They love Federer. Novak, Novak has this, like, me versus the world mentality, and he uses it. He's able to fucking use it somehow. Like, he'll use the crowd to, like, get him going. Like, and, like, I thought when the crowd, because there was a crowd there and started supporting him, maybe he was going to be able to sneak out the third set. And it's, I'm thinking to myself, he's only been on the court for two hours and 20 minutes. If he could eke out the set, who knows? Maybe it could have got interesting. But it, coming back yeah. against Rafa Nadal, Rafa Nadal has only blown a two sets to love lead once. And you're talking like a ton of matches. So it would have been almost impossible for him to do it. But he had a final against Rafa that was pretty close. I mean, and Novak, no, I don't want that to be the last match that they played in a final because, like, Nadal played Novak in the Australian Open final, and that was just mm-hmm. a total blowout. Novak did exactly the same thing to Nadal that Nadal did to him yesterday. Where, and I was just watching him. And Adal was totally off. He was just off his game. He was missing shots that he that he was missing his forehand. He was spraying balls all over the place, and it was it was just so bad. And it was you know the Australian Open. They have their fucking match at fucking three thirty in the morning Eastern time, and that's like seven thirty. Like it's, it's they're sixteen hours ahead. So I was like, what's what's yeah. what the second that they got the breakups? I was like, I'm turning this off. I'm going to bed. Fuck this. You know. It's like I wanted to watch it, but it's like I'm not watching a blow. I could tell the match was over once he got the break. I was yeah. like, this, 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 I don't know. "It's not worth it," you know. It's not worth it. But like, I don't know. Is it? Is it? Is it because it's? Are, these guys, you know what? These guys are. These guys are, are so much better than most of the players that they play. It's true. But yeah, like it, it's it's almost like. If you gave right. them a bye to the to the semis, would anybody miss them? People miss them because they're great. I mean, yeah. And plus, don't think about tennis fans, because I followed the sport forever since about 1984. That's when I got into it. McEnroe yeah. was beating Connors, having his last great year. God damn! If McEnroe had been just more focused. And not so much of a nutcase with his with the you know mm-hmm. the same thing with Connors, but Connors somehow could just use it. But like Macarol, just I think just he also you know had a little bit of a coke problem. A lot of people did cocaine back then, and you know he also yeah. married Tatum. You know if he had just like focused more, four or five more majors, he could have definitely he could have won like another two or three Wimbledon's. And probably could have pulled out another U.S. Open. He could have won at least four more bridges. What do you wind up with? Seven? Yeah. I think he wound up with seven. Like, he just, he took a year off because he just, and that was, once once a player does that, it is just so hard. It's hard to get that back. And Lendl was great. Don't forget about Lendl. Lendl was just a monster. How many, how many years did he mm-hmm. make the U.S. Open? I think he made the U.S. Open final, George. Like from 1982 yeah. through 1989, he made it seven times in a row. Won it three times in a row. Then Backer got him in '89. Vlander got him in '88. 
and then he kind of burnt out. And Vlander was really good. And then Becker got him at 89. And that was it for Lando. Lando's still good. But, but wow. I mean, Lando became obsessed with what he wibbled in. He got to the final once against Becker, and Becker beat him. And, he yeah, he started skipping the French Open, which was his best grand slam. Like, if he, yeah, he could have won a couple more French Opens if he was so, but he was so, he just wanted to win Wimbledon so he would complete that grand slam. Like, you don't think players do that. You don't, no, players don't do that today. So, I think I'm tennised out. (laughs) Yeah. Must be a lot of questions, though. It's good. It wasn't even like, it was like three questions. You just. Because it's like, when you ask me about the different eras, it really makes me mm-hmm. think because, like, like I never saw a better volleyer than John McEnroe. Nobody had better touch than him. And John McEnroe, he didn't have to – that yeah, then they didn't have to serve. They weren't serving it as hard. But McEnroe had a great serve. He he knew how to place it. And he knew – and he was always in it to that. He knew how to – he just knew how to – he also had a good underrated return. That's the thing people don't understand. And he – he, it's not like he was this big, imposing guy, but he was so good at the net. It's just like, like how many? The, the second best volleyer to be is Edberg. Edberg had that classic kick serve, where he kick it up, mm-hmm. and, he, and he was big, and he was awesome at the net. But he also had like a very underrated backhand. He actually can hit from the baseline. Maybe that's why he won the US Open a couple of times. I mean, it's like, oh, I also, oh, I totally forgot about Jim Courier. Jim Corey was was a damn good player in the '90s. Won a couple of French Opens. Uh, got to the Australian Open. I think he made an Australian Open. Like he had Sampras down when Sampras lost his coach to cancer, and he cried. Mm-hmm. That was another crazy ball. But uh, Corey probably could have won if Corey if he wasn't in the same era, he could have won at least another three slams. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that was a great error, honestly. I don't think anything really tops Federer. It's just, it's just that when you look at Federer, you look at Nadal, then you look at Federer, Djokovic, and and you, then you look at Nadal, Djokovic, and you look at some of the matches that they've had. Like the, the match Nadal had against Djokovic at Wimbledon last year, that was a classic match. Yeah. Um, I think that's what makes this error better. It, maybe it's just the way the tennis ball is too, it, like. They changed the way they changed the way the grass is. They like the, everything plays differently. That that that's part of the too the technology. That's why it's very hard to compare this era to even the '90s era or early 2000s to the classic era of like the late of the '70s and '80s. It's very hard. It's just it's too hard to like when people say Serena Williams is the greatest women's player. I disagree. Like, she's hung around forever, and she's still trying to get that 24 report. Like, look at Steffi Graf. Steffi Graf won how many? What she what she what she got? 22, and she, and she did and she left at what? What she leave at 29, 30, or whatever. She was better. Navratilova is better. Serena's just hung around, and the women's the women's game. It's not as great. It's not as great. The as women's game is terrible. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, 
unfortunately, it's there are players that are starting to starting to make noise, like Sophie Pettin. That that was a really yeah. good thing for winning the Australia. And being able to, I know she had a bad U.S. Open, being able to come back after she got split six love, six love by Azarenka, um, to get back to the final in the French Open, where I don't think that's a good service for her. The the other gal who won. Sweatek or whatever became the first Polish player to win. She was she killed. Hey, she, pierogi power. Yeah, she friggin' killed. Uh, oh god, what the heck? The number one ranked player, like Samoa Halep, and how Halep was the favorite to win. I would have picked her. I, I I thought she would win. Like when I saw what she did to Halep, though, I was like, holy shit, this this. She's only she's only nineteen. I was like, wow, she might win. <laughs> like, like, and it's like when I heard when I I was like, you know what? She's bigger. She hits bigger. Well, Kenan Kenan can win her for a small for a small for a, she's like about five six. But it's just like I don't know. It's just like sometimes you could just tell. And I don't, I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. like there's a lot of there's talent there. It's just it's. There's no way Serena Williams would still be making major finals though. She can't move as good. If she if she if she was able to get better, she would she would actually would she would probably get that twenty four because she still she still has that much power and her serve so much better than almost everybody else. Except for maybe yeah. a couple of players. Yeah. That and plus it's like really- like if you look at her, like Sharapova's done, right? Yeah, she should have won more majors. God, she had a lot of injuries with her shoulder, and she had problems with her serve. And she, the problem with her, played the same way, always trying to kill everybody off the court. But she wasn't the best mover. That's why I'm amazed that she won two French Opens. She actually completed the Grand Slam. Like that, that that's amazing. Like, but. She also she did have a big serve and she could hit people off the court. So if you could hit through the clay, yeah, yeah, I guess you do have a chance. But she, I can't believe she never won another Wimbledon. I mean, that was her breakthrough. She won at what seventeen when she beat Serena. Like she should have won another Wimbledon. Serena, like yeah, after she again. lost that one to her, Serena took it personal. I don't think she ever lost to Sharapova ever again. She had like a twenty like. It was ridiculous. I think it was like she was like twenty five and one or twenty five and two against her. It was crazy, and that was two thousand four. I actually fucking remember the year. Sarita, that's Sarita though. She has like this. It's too bad she has. She's such a terrible attitude, though. God, because she's such a great player, but like have some class, man. You know. Like those things that happened at the U.S. Open a couple of times with Kleisters, and then what happened with uh, Osaka? Osaka is really good, and and her match against yeah. Azarenka was excellent. Like she has all, yeah, she has all the talent to win more majors. Does Osaka? No. Yeah. Right. So much for doing another hour. We're going to bed. Dude, you too. It's too late. Me talk, I talk too much tennis. Uh, <laughs> That's all right. Wake me up. Wake me um, up when like when the Rangers, Islanders, and Devils. Well, especially the Rangers, Islanders do something weird. Do something that's actually interesting. 
be up when that happens. <laughs> I was actually saying to Brian tonight, I'm shocked the Devils weren't in on. You know what? Let's uh, let's do a strict hockey show tomorrow. I can host it if you want. It's up to you. Whatever. I don't care. We, we both have that. All right, man. I'll host. And yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll, we'll, we can split it up, all right, man? Tomorrow. Enjoy your right, rest, man. Good, good night. Enjoy. Good too.
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.